0: Hello there, I'm Gemma Hunt and thanks for listening to this podcast from the Church of England. This podcast has been created to inspire and encourage you to take a little time to reflect on generosity. Generosity is at the heart of our faith and the generosity we show is testament to our lived out faith and our generous God. If you found this series at harvest time, many of us will already be coming together to share generosity in our churches, Christian communities and beyond. But wherever and whenever this finds you, the message is the same. You can live generously right now. In this series, I'm sharing inspiring stories from Christian communities across the country plus ideas on how you can take them forward in your own part of the world. Today we're off to Manchester to find out about a cooperative scheme that's helping people in crisis get back on their feet and develop a habit of generosity themselves. Paul Monk is the vicar of two churches in the centre of Oldham, the smallest of which is St Barnabas. He explained the issues faced in his particular
1: area. one of the poorer parts of Greater Manchester. Central Oldham, in all the indices, is desperately poor. All those different indicators suggest that it's needy. We see material poverty. People haven't got money for their electricity, for their gas. They're being taken to court for unpaid bills. It means they haven't got money for their food. What's happening is that their mental health is being affected. They're worrying. They just don't know where to turn. On top of that, you've got other material problems because of the pandemic. So with all these different problems within their lives, it means that they need all the help they can get.
0: Paul thought about how the church could introduce generosity and make a long-term improvement for people locally. The church had for a long time been running what he calls a modest food programme to address food poverty. They gave out parcels, sandwiches or donations But then came a need that was greater than they'd known before.
1: What really changed everything was the beginning of the pandemic. Suddenly, more people were stuck at home, hadn't got anyone to turn to, hadn't got employment, didn't know what to do. And we suddenly found within a matter of three or four weeks of the first of the lockdowns, the number of people coming to us with real material poverty, principally around food, changed from about call it 10 to 20 people a week to 60 or 70 a week.
0: Initially, a scheme called Fair Share helped Paul's church by supplying surplus food from supermarkets and other organisations. By upscaling the giving from the Fair Share scheme, the church was able to meet the ever-increasing needs of the community. But Paul wanted to give something more than food parcels. That's why he designed a scheme that gave users agency and aspiration for a time beyond crisis.
1: It's not a food bank. We are a food cooperative. We're owned by the members and helping all the members. So you'd come to us each and every week. We're part of your budget. You're part of our budget. And because you know you can come to us, you can then plan ahead with a bit of forethought, foresight, even by asking a very, very small amount, £2, £2.50, something like that for a large bag of food, it means it's valued more. So we've learned quite a few lessons. Some of our folk still do need freebies, not often, and that's a very small proportion. But, but we're trying to adjust our programme to the needs that we're seeing presented Some of the folk coming to us are in need because of long standing problems, for example, health or those living with them. Some folk, it's mental health, some folk, it's physical health. Some folk are coming to us with one offs. The benefits have been delayed once or twice a bank card has been stolen or they've had a break in or an exceptional expenditure, shoes for children. We've got folk who've not had any benefits at all for many, many months, half a year with no money whatsoever. Some of our clients are benefits clients. Food is really tight. Money is really tight. So we're starting a scheme whereby in effect, we are a bit of a credit union. Once a month when the benefits come through, they give me a note and that pays for their month's worth of food all in one fell swoop. So we're their bank as well in that very, very limited sense, it makes it easier to plan ahead.
0: Although there was a wide continuum of different needs to provide for, Paul's scheme also allowed people to interact differently with the scheme depending on their individual circumstances.
1: The first layer would be people who simply have very, very little for whichever reasons, so we would invite them to make a donation of whatever they could afford say about 2 two fifty per large bag of food. But if you can't manage that, just a donation. In the middle of those for whom they could probably afford enough food, but we're making it easier for them to have a balanced diet, enough food, the right types of food. We're making the difference so that when the children do need their new pair of shoes, school uniform, A big bill comes in, something breaks. It means that they're not entering that classic cycle. Am I paying for this or am I paying for food? And then the third tier would be those for whom they could afford it. But it's solidarity with those who can't because we're helping them with their food. It means they've got more spare money to give to a charitable cause. It could be the church. It doesn't have to be. So we're doing them good, which they're then passing on to so the wider society. So you've got those three, in effect you could look at it as some of the more wealthy, subsidising the less wealthy, I don't care how you look at it, but I'm very keen that all can benefit Mother Church giving its love in the form of food to this poor part of Oldham.
0: Paul's also seen how people have continued to use the scheme to build up a larder or simply help others
1: with the resources on offer. We've seen quite a few who started in absolute crisis for whichever reason, and they continue coming back each week. Sometimes it means they need less food each week because they're able to store up a bit at home, you know, the the packets, the tins, the jars, which gives you security. Maybe they're able to give a little bit to their friends and family, the neighbour next door who they know is also in need, which is sharing the... The love of God even wider.
0: And as people return to employment or start to receive income after their crisis, their interaction with the scheme can continue.
1: It does mean also that some of them are able to get a bit more money in each week. Some of them have wanted to give a thank you to the church. One week they give me a bigger donation. Generally it simply means they're looking better because they're looking after themselves.
0: The church offers generous support to everyone in its community who needs it. And Paul has seen how people's gratitude has inspired them to give what they can, whatever their situation.
1: St Barnabas Church is probably the oldest community group in this part of Oldham. The church was founded in 1911, but it goes back, initial projects, to at least the 1870s. So we've got a presence and a reputation. We are for the people. I hear people of all faiths describe it as their church. They want it to continue. One chap, for example, he wanted to give a donation towards his food. He didn't want to just accept it, whether it's a matter of saying thank you or self respect, it doesn't matter. And he went round all his friends and said, Give me 10p, give me 10p. And he gave me a donation for the food that way. Another man was outside Tesco's picking up copper coins on the ground.
0: Paul shared stories of individuals in the community who appreciate the work of the church and have wished to give back in other ways. A roofer offered some free repair work to the building, and others have shown their generous spirit in giving back to the place that represents hope for a community that has had many struggles.
1: Other folk have been doing stuff in and around the building for free because it's their way of continuing the virtuous cycle of us being able to give to the community. They are underpinning that work. They give, and we give. It's all giving in kind, not in money, but it's giving. all motivated by giving for the common good it's all giving to ensure that more and more and more local people are able to to cope you go out into all the world and make disciples of all people and i paraphrase show love god's love god is love that's what it's about
0: what a brilliant idea Paul's story shows one way in which a spirit of generosity has fostered agency, responsibility, and forward giving in his community. For those in times of crisis, the immediate love they can receive in the form of a helping hand, a food parcel, a listening ear, or simply a place to turn when alone, is generosity in its purest sense. But by creating a cooperative scheme that invites others to give a donation, It allows people to help themselves whilst helping others. The scheme also gives people the dignity of action in times when many of us have felt powerless. The pandemic has brought much strain, but through it we have also found the things that unite us as human. We are able to connect with one another in our shared desire for hope and by giving to one another and contributing to our community can tap into greater strength, solidarity and faith. The St. Barnabas Cooperative Scheme is also cause for reflection amongst those who are moving from crisis towards stability. Allowing people the chance to look at their own progress and to aim for a higher level of contribution is a great way to build momentum and forward motion. Paul says that the pathway to giving back has for some now made the difference between existing and truly living. Individuals who previously opened their hearts to the generosity of others are now able to give forward to those whose shoes they once walked in. So how might you take these ideas forward in your own part of the world? The need to feel valued and recognised by our communities, peers and wider society can be a powerful motivating force. If you are having a hard time yourself or know somebody who is, what might you or they give to your community to make it better? At times of low self-worth, it can be a struggle to value the gifts that you can give as a human. But if you have to search for your value in order to help others, you can call on God's generosity to work through you. What are the needs in your community? Can you give time to help others in need? Perhaps you are simply able to listen to someone who needs to talk. Paul's story reminds us that even when we are suffering, we have much to offer. It might not be a cash donation. It might not be a gift of food, clothing or material goods. It might simply be your attention, or time. By giving forwards and cultivating a personal aspiration to contribute more to your community, you too can build a momentous generosity that sends ripples through the lives of others. By giving generously, you can offer support, solidarity, dignity, and agency, and help someone else get to a place where they can live generously themselves and what a wonderful difference that could add up to if each of us gave just a little more every day you can find more inspiration ideas and materials to live generously on our website www.churchofengland.org/generosityweek there you'll find more podcasts about the wonderful generosity in our church communities as well as daily reflections and activities to help you live out God's generosity in your own life. I'm Gemma Hunt. Thanks for listening. God bless.